City Podcast. And welcome to another episode of Key to the City Podcast. As always, I appreciate everybody that's been liking, following, sharing, coming, spreading by word of mouth. Tell your homeboys, your homegirls, whatever you've been doing to support the podcast, we sure enough appreciate it, man. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And like I say, every week we're going to keep hitting you over the head with quality content and quality guests. And today is no different. I got a special key guest in the building with me today. This gentleman here is a creative brand strategist specializing in content creation as well as social media influence. He's a motivational speaker, encouraging our brothers to get their shit together. He's also a photographer, the owner of Big Pretty Pictures Photography. This man is a jack of all trades, probably master of all them just too. So he's also the uh, creative writer for Hello Black Man Journal, is it? As well as Hello Black Man uh, hello, black woman, and hello, black child. Hello, black woman, hello, black child. We're going to find out more about that, find out some of his background, what what uh, inspired him to pursue this route, and just get to know this brother. Yes, sir. You have to always support your local talent, man. Give back. When these people out here putting their all into their craft, into their work, let's support them. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the city. My new dog. Hey. Jamie Jenkins, what's, what's going, going on, brother? boss man? You got it, baby. What's I can't complain. Lead? I appreciate you no joining doubt. us, man. No doubt, man. How your evening going so far? Hey, it's going pretty good, man. You know, a little rain outside, but hey, we still got to make moves, still got to make things happen, and I'm here and excited to be with Key to the City. Right? That's what's up, man. We sure appreciate you. Uh, we don't find a lot of brothers in the writing space, in the creative space. Yeah. What basically initiated that passion in you? That you said I'm gonna pursue a career in this. Uh, this is kind of like my purpose in life. Like, yeah. what inspired you to do that? Well, uh, I guess the biggest thing when uh, when coming up with something creative, it has to it has to fulfill a void, mm. fulfill something that's not there. Mm-hmm. So, from a communication side, I'm getting a little older. You know, myself. Right, right. I'm 41 now. Okay, and uh, I'm seeing that I have a pattern of behavior or a pattern of communication that's that is not coming across well. And it doesn't, mm. I, I saw some things that say, you know what, I can do better. So, uh, long story long, uh, my son moved in with me. I have a uh, teenage son who moved in with me uh, this past year, this okay. school year. So, uh, my mom was a militant mom with me. Uh, my dad is militant, uh, you know, very, get this done, you need to be working on this, do this, do this, do this. And that's how I am. You know, oh, I'm, yeah? a, I'm a manager at work. Hey, clean your room, check on your grades. You ought to be able to do it. Get in there and study. Uh, but I didn't know things about my son. I didn't mm. know things about him. I knew the things I told him to do. Right. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't receive it well. It wasn't well. It wasn't back and forth communication. So I just said one day, I said, well, my son, he likes to, he likes to, you know, draw and stuff like that. Right. And uh, before, I've been more creative as far as writing poetry in high school and right, right, college. Right. This kind of stuff, we just kind of dip in. And then once 
life hits a lot of us brothers, we just put that down. Like, well, you know, that's you know, we ain't gonna do it no more. You said something. You know, we yeah. just kind of like, ah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it ain't going nowhere. And so um, I said, well, it's some things that I want him to know about me. I said, well, mm-hmm. what if I write these questions down? And these are some things that hadn't came up in normal conversation. I said, so here are some things that I want him to know about me. I said, now are some things I want to know about him. You know, who is his hero? You know, what does he look to, look up to? You know, what does he want to pursue it as far as a career and dreams? And what is, what is his thought process on certain things? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I thought about there's a gap between me and my dad. So I met mm-hmm. my dad at 17 years old. But it met wasn't. Him. Yeah. Okay. So at 17 years old, I met my dad. And we had, we've had a wonderful relationship. It's not one of those, you know, where were you? I hate you, Dad. Right. It, 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 it just wasn't. So I jumped right in there. And, like, they want people will think that he's been with me since birth. That's mm-hmm. just how we communicate and roll. But it's a lot of things I don't know about him. My dad's a workaholic. You know, yeah. he's a businessman. He's a brick mason. Uh, and he's a pastor. So most conversations are about work. Or about you know sports, so you know what you're doing or where you working at and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are great conversations, but they they're not in depth. Right. Exactly. So now, I've never asked my dad, Dad, who's your hero? Dad, who 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 did you look up to? Or Dad, how did you handle this this situation? I said, Well, now a lot of this needs to be catered toward me bridging the gap between me to him and for me to my son, and now my son can have. Something all you know from all three of us. Right, more, right. Know more about himself, more about me, and more about his dad, his grandfather. That's awesome, man. It's always good when we as black men could communicate like that and find out more about each other. Because I have a similar background with my dad. He's more of a, he he's a um, military vet, but he's real quiet. Like, yeah, we never even had the birds and the bees conversation. I kind of just went through. Trying to figure things out myself, yeah. he'll more or less nod or shake his head or I wouldn't do that. But never yeah. explain why. So I'm glad that you got in depth with your son to find out more about him and learn him. Um, now you're also a motivational speaker as well, correct? Yeah, I went to uh, several high schools, several colleges. I'm slated to go to uh, Alcorn State University. I went to uh, Job Corps this past Monday. Uh, just talking about some life experiences. I've been uh, uh, been afforded the the, a couple of chances to travel abroad to mm-hmm. Mexico, to Japan, just give us some experiences that some of these kids haven't seen and what they have to do to, you know, be given those chances. Right. What yeah. are some of the things you're speaking about? Uh, just speaking about uh, attitude, mm-hmm. you know, uh, speaking about character and how that how, how people will judge them no matter how good they are. They're going to judge them on their appearance quickly and their attitude, you know, and Absolutely. how they approach certain situations. Uh, talking about the, the talking about, you know, education is a great thing, but I don't want to funnel everybody into the same boat. Mm-hmm. Edu- a, a higher education for everyone is 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 different. The people learn different, Amen. they apply different. Right. And so I don't want to tell somebody because you don't go to a four year college, you you're no good. You're less than someone mm-hmm. else that does. Right. That's just how this is and I went to a four year college. I'm a graduate of Alcorn State University. Shout out so, Graves. No no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. So but I there are some people we need we need some electricians. Mm-hmm. We need some people in trade school. We need those people. We need some great barbers. We need some, you know, some uh, great policemen. We need people to go into, you know, some blue collar work 
and to be leaders to give other young black men jobs. Right. Correct. Correct. Quickly, like right there. Uh, if you're a master uh, brick mason or master electrician, you have your own company. You know, four eight years out of uh, out of school, high school, you can give another 10, 15 guys work consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, and learning the trade. Now they can branch off and be their be their own boss. So I, I'm I'm big about you know entrepreneurship. Also, I kind of that's something that I kind of regret in my younger years not. Uh, seeking a trade because with my parents it was just like go to school get a job I even had a scholarship to go to a junior college yeah but they was like no you go to no junior college go to yeah. a four year yeah and now look at me ass in debt like a mug but <laughs> they set me up for the okay <laughs> but uh it's all good though oh. now you're you're an entrepreneur yeah you have a photography business mm-hmm. how long have you been operating that I've been uh, doing photography about 10 years and uh basically uh I started out, my son was playing uh, flag football, and mm-hmm. I was just taking taking pictures. And this was something I noticed then. Uh, taking pictures, just doing that, I went through basically almost a whole season. Mm-hmm. And only a few, I only saw a few dads the entire season. Mm-hmm. Mom mm-hmm. bringing the kids to practice, mom at the games. And when we had the awards program, I saw all the dads. Right. That's awkward. They, uh, it was. So it got time to the end, and, you know, I was like, well, what, what do you guys mean for practice and all that? Right. But it's one of those things, you know, it, it was some, you know, guys helping out here and there. So, you know, it's just one of those things. But as I took pictures the, at the end of the season, you know, everybody was like, well, how do we get the pictures? Like, how do we pay for them? I was like, I don't know. I, like, I, I didn't know who was, I was charging. Oh. And so I end up, you know, putting up a, a, a portfolio, uh, you know, for ev- for everything we've done in the season. Mm-hmm. And so a young lady in Hazelhurst opened up a bakery, Brummy Yummies. And she says, hey, listen, she says, uh, can you come and shoot my opening? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. You know, like I was a photographer. Right, 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 right. Went in. I took a thousand pictures that day, you know, because I'm overshooting. Exactly. Um, and it just went from there. I went from there, picking up good small gigs, bigger gigs, and uh, now you know doing weddings and everything like that. So I, I stay really busy on, on the photography side. I also. admire that because even though you wasn't necessarily prepared, I was presented yourself like you. The was. first camera I got was from a pawn shop, battery operated. No lie, like <laughs> literally went got a thirty five dollar camera. Like well, it looks it's better than a phone, and I started shooting with that literally. And you got a gig with that? Got a gig with it. What? Shot a gig with it. No change out lens. The lens is on it. <laughs> See, the important part is to just start. <laughs> you got to start. You ain't got to have the top Don't of the overthink equipment. it, man. Don't overthink it. Just, you know, try. Put yourself out there, and, and, and you can wheel your way to a lot of stuff. I'm glad you said that, man, because I was uh, going through a little bit of that starting this podcast, but ultimately when I kept it simple, that's when things started moving for me. So I definitely appreciate that. Uh, if you guys are paying attention and you see to the side of me, we have different books here. We have a Hello Black Man, we have a Hello Black Woman journal, mm-hmm. and we have a Hello Black Kids. Mm-hmm. Let's find out from Jamie a little more about that. Um, what is Hello Black Woman, Man, Kid all about? Okay, so so Hello Black Man, it started, uh, I said, you know, how do I introduce uh, black men learning more about themselves, being able to uh, express themselves without any interruption. Because if I ask you who your favorite football team is, or I ask you your favorite car, at some point, I'm going to interject you 
and I'm gonna tell you my favorite team, or I'm gonna tell you why your team ain't mm-hmm. as good as as good as you think it is. Right, right. Oh, you, it's, oh man, that team so weak. You know, this is what we do. Uh, so it's the same way in any conversation at home. So if you're having a conversation at home or your coworkers, and you're trying to express something. They, if you tell them a sad story, they're gonna tell you a sad story. Is that? <laughs> yeah, you're right. If you Try tell them, right, right. If you tell them that you won five dollars on the scratch off, they're gonna tell you about the time they won ten dollars on the scratch off. <laughs> that's just that's just that's kind of kind of what we do. So I said, you know, with all these questions, I wanted to, you know, a, a place for you know black men to be uninterrupted and to get everything off their off their backs, man. Mm-hmm. Just be able to write right out the the complete thing. Um, and I think that this is a place, it's a safe place to really express yourself. So there's, it's a guided journal. So you have a place for, um, this thought, this mm-hmm. thought, things that happen throughout the day, but then you have a specific question that's going to pull from you some things that maybe in natural conversation, you or your guys or you or your mom or dad or you, and your, 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 um, your mate is this never come up in natural conversation, mm-hmm. but now you get a chance to write out. You know what? I hadn't thought of that. I have this answer. Now let me write you completely write it out. And at some point, you may look at that answer and says, "You know what? Uh, that's a great answer." Or maybe I've changed over time. That's what I was say. You yeah. know, it may be some changes over time. You say, "Well, you know what? I thought this was a great answer." Right now, but in five years, I go back and look at some things like I'm glad I've changed. People say that about Facebook now. They write a status ten years ago and it pop up in their memories. And they like, Lord, what was I thinking? Like, you know, that is <laughs> yes, that is not sir. me anymore. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and, and that's what it is. And in the same sense, is Black History because this mm. is this is this is the the goal here. So, it's 2020. I'll you know complete my Hello Black Man journal this year. Uh, and in 2021, there'll be a new version. 2022, 2023, there'll be new questions, you know, new format. So imagine this. Imagine in 2080, when I'm, you know, 80, 70 years old, or in 60 years, when I'm long gone, my son has a history book mm-hmm. of questions that I've answered, like, right there in front of him. He ain't got to go um, look at a Facebook page. Or, you right. know, it, Facebook may be shut down. And now he don't have anything that I've ever written in front of him. Mm-hmm. So now he has a history book of questions that I've answered or things that I've thought about or the way I would have handled certain situations. Uh, so uh, that's what Hello Black Man is. It's about transparency, about communication. It's about opening up some things that I don't think that we talk about in the barbershop, you know, or, or in any circle, in any sense, without any judgment right. uh, financially. When you talk around amongst the guys, everybody's doing good. Like, okay, yeah, I'm grinding, man. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. I'm <laughs> yeah. doing this. You know, there's been times where I've went to a store needing the tax, looking on the ground. You know, looking on the ground mm-hmm. for six cents, seven cents to, to pay for a loaf of bread. Right. You know, you know, borrowing money from my mom, having a job house, and like, mom, I need gas money to get to work. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so I know about that, but if I don't tell somebody else, it's going through. Say, man, listen, I've, I've traveled that road. This is the things I've done. I had to break down. I had to get smaller. I had to, you know, uh, had two cars. And I, I had to go to a beat up car that was buried and making it for six months. Uh, but this, but if you don't express those things, nobody else can feel distressed by it. Mm-hmm. And it's about making that connection. Uh, with the hello black woman, uh, my mom is. You know, she she has a way of communication that she's she 
desires excellence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not one of those, oh, that's great. Oh, you did pretty good. It's you could be doing better. You need to be working on this. So it's always one of those things where, you know, attempting to, you know, please your mom or make things, you know, look a certain way for her. Um, but she she's not a person that's very personable. Mm. She's a loving mother, great mother. Done. She's done above and beyond, you know, for me right. as a child, as a young man. But now there's things I want to know about her. Like, mm-hmm. Mom, this is about you. Like, okay, I know where you worked for 30 years. I know you worked at the chicken plant, Sanderson Farms, you know, did that for 30 years. But what was your dream job? Now, what, you know, what, right. you know, what was your dream job at, at one point in your life? So tell me about it. You know, tell me what was you thinking, what you could have done. You know, it allows her to get some stuff off her shoulders now. Mm-hmm. And so with the child, it's more interactive and it's more thinking outside the box. I don't want to. Uh, streamline a child to say what I want them to say. Uh, so you know, I, one of the questions uh, my son, his most recent, uh, his most recent, uh, I guess, uh, passage was uh, you know the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. So you know, he talked about his video game, his phone. He talked about you know playing basketball. And so in ten years, when he when he looks back or his family looks back at this, you know they'll know some of the things that made him happy as a young adult. You know, right. as a young as a as a teenage child. So it, it, these are ways to really learn about self first. You have these questions, you have these you know these answers in your mind, but they're not coming out in at the barbershop. They're not coming out in church. They're not coming out. You know, when you when you out with your friends, you know, you may know people for 20, 30 years. And if you never ask them a direct question, they may never give you a direct answer on right. certain things. What's the appropriate age for the child's book? Uh, I, I, in my mind, I have the child book starting about eight years old, eight okay. to nine years old. I think most kids eight to nine years old have a have a real personality for themselves. They pretty much. They don't like what you like. They may not want to go where you want to go. So at that point, they have already started learning some things. So as the year goes on, they can kind of figure out what question, you know, mm-hmm. can be answered or, or what question would help them out the most right there to be able to write some stuff down. So from 8 to 16, I think it's very clear that these questions will be will be helpful. Um, One of the things that I love about it, man, as you were speaking about your son, uh, it's not just like uh, you're writing random things. And yeah. Express, you have a specific question. Mm-hmm. So if I'm your son and I'm going through something in life and I can't talk to Pops, maybe he's no longer here yeah. in this, on this earth, and I see a question that's related to something I'm going through and I'm reading and seeing what Pops would have done in that situation. Right. Man, you don't know how powerful it is because it's kind of like a guideline it as is. opposed to going out there blind. Figuring it out. And trying to figure it out. Because I bumped my head a lot Ooh. doing that. <laughs> I almost tore it off. How often are you supposed to contribute um, to the I, I with, with, with the way the world is set up, you know, everybody's busy. So it's 52 questions. So I figure in a week's time, you can look at this question a couple times a week and get your thoughts together. Um, I, this is what I figured out most of the time. When you start writing, most people have more to write about than they would normally to say. Mm-hmm. So if, even if, if we have a uh, if we're here just talking about something, I'm gonna give you my spill on. This pretty much gonna be it, you know. Say, hey, this is what I got. This is what I think. I'll kind of do this. But when you when you're able to write it out, 
you're having a conversation with yourself in your head. Say, yes, I will do this. This is probably why. And these are the outcomes I will probably figure I could get from it. And and this is, you know, this is the direction I took and this is what came out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so once you start writing and people that people that think they don't like to write, or people that feel like writing is not uh, helpful, I, I assure you, it's one of those things that once you start writing, writing things down, it, it's, it's habitual almost immediately. Should you just immediately start writing without thinking? Just write what pours out. Oh, absolutely! I, I think that when you when you get into the mind frame of of, of journaling, that's what it should be. It's a, mm-hmm. it should it should be emotions. It should be uh, exactly how I feel and how I'm you know how I want to say it. I don't want anybody to say, hey, you know what? I want my journal to look a certain way. I'm gonna write to the side first. I'm gonna you know think about it all day. When you read that question, there should be some emotion that comes mm-hmm. that comes about. Right. Uh, I've had a couple guys I, I uh, did an interview and they were saying, "Hey, when I read the question, the guy said, when I read the question, I became emotional. Just thinking about, mm. let me write this down right now. Like I have a certain thought in my head. I don't want to change it, you know, to to fit. Uh, I don't. My, I might not want to write this in the book, or I may not want to put that in." The first thing to come to your mind that's going to make the journal real. That's going to mm-hmm. make it helpful, right? So you can't. That's why I say you have to be authentic. Oh yeah, writing. You, you got to be authentic. You can't write as if you know who you are. You know so, who you are. <laughs> so get it out there. Yeah. So don't hide who you are. No. Nah. No. Nah. Now, as why do you think it's so hard for us as men, and black men more importantly, to open up to each other and just to be honest and real <coughs> and. Is it bravado, or you think it's, it's pride? It's, it's it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of ego, but it's trained also. Mm. It's trained behavior. Uh, I think be, I know you going because when, when let's say let's say your son falls and he hurts himself. Now he's in pain, right? But you want him to shut up, <laughs> just stop crying. Now he's the pain isn't going away, right? 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 And so. Instead of you know coaching him, say, "Hey, listen, you're stronger than this. Hey, you got this. Hey, tell me how. Tell me you know, if it hurts. Does it hurt here? You know, explain to me what's going on. Do you understand what happened to to cause you to fall? That's that's normally not what happened. Shut up. Stop all that crying. You know, you <laughs> know, tough. yeah, be tough. Yeah. And so he doesn't know, you know, what he did to fall. Hey, let's walk back through it. This is what you should have been doing. I've asked you this before. Do you see the mistakes you made? Normally that conversation doesn't happen. It doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen enough. Right. It doesn't happen a hundred percent. So now, you know, if if now you're shutting off the communication early, you're teaching him, mm. I don't want to hear certain things. Don't bring this up. So now when he really has something he needs to ask you, you've taught him, I don't want to hear that. Just toughen it out. Just be tough. Don't worry about it. And some of the worst advice <laughs> that some of your friends give you uh, is, man, don't worry about it. They just say, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, they just say, man, hey, man, don't worry about that. I'm going through with my old lady. Man, don't worry about it. Like, that ain't fixing nothing. No. Like, that's not a fix. Um, and so it's just one of those things where I, I think that it's a, it's trained. And so once you're trained, you train your children, he trains his children. And, you know, the men your age are definitely aren't over communicators. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They have their own, you know, way to communicate. Uh, you know, just showing up for some guys 
is all the communication you're going to get. Hey, you got a birthday party or you have something going on. Hey, I, I showed up. I, you know, I came through. That's right, it. Right, right. That's, that's my language to show you, hey, man, I appreciate you. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm cool with you. I do whatever for you. I help change, help, you know, fix a flat one day. Uh, so now we tight. Mm-hmm. But now you, you could be going through hell and high water. You know this guy gonna say, "Well, I don't want to get involved. <laughs> I don't want to tell him nothing." Right. Not, not about. It's not about getting in your business. It's not about you know. They, they don't have to know intricately what's going on to say, "Hey, listen, I've been through certain situations, also, man, mm-hmm. and this is kind of what I did. This is where I went. I went to counseling. I, I have a psychiatrist, or I'm having had problems with you know." Physically, man, I start going to the gym and help me do this, do that. That conversation don't happen. It just doesn't happen enough. Man, Key to the City podcast. We got my guy Jamie Jenkins in here slapping me all across the face, <laughs> telling me about myself. Because I am guilty of the uh, get up, be tough, stop crying. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, but at the same time, I'm an emotional guy. If something is on my mind, I'm going to say it. I'm going to express myself. And the bad part about Telling our children that and them growing up like that is, I think it builds a lot of resentment and it just creates so much pressure inside of the animosity. So when mm-hmm. we finally do express ourselves, it's not in a way that, it's not in a productive way. Mm-hmm. How can we slowly transition out of that mode? I, I, would, I would start in increments. I wouldn't, you know, force it. It, it can't be forced either. It can't mm-hmm. be forced communication. Sit down, tell me this. Like, <laughs> like, dude, you don't get out of my face. You know, like, man, you know, get back. Yeah. So, like, I just start, you know, picking at my son about certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, if he's in the room playing a game, I might go in there more often than not. Who you playing with? What's the game? You know, what you doing? What's your strategy? How good y'all doing today? Okay, you know, let, have him talk about something that makes him comfortable first, mm-hmm. especially with a son. <laughs> same, thing with, same thing with a daughter, the same way, you know. You know, why you got these shoes with, with this dress? Like, man, that's crazy. I want to never wear that. That's, that's kind of have them express themselves mm-hmm. in normal conversation where normally you like, wear what you want to wear. Go where you want to go. You know, do what you want to do. You know, just have them ask those why questions and, and have them start opening up more. Uh, I have a cousin that uh, what he does is he takes about... 15 to 20 minutes every night, sits his family down with their journals. He has a man's journal, his wife's journal, and a daughter. And they write something in their journal, and they read it to each other. Wow. And that was so, he sent me a picture of, of him and his family doing that, man. It blew me, it blew me away. I said, man, this is and it. And they do like, this every night? They do this every night, 15, 20 minutes. He says, you waste so much time. Throughout the day, you just don't realize it. Yeah, you know, yeah. the 15 minutes that I'm on Instagram, the 20 minutes I'm on Facebook, the 15 mm-hmm. minutes I'm playing my video game, you know, uh, getting something to eat or taking a nap, like this 15 minutes. You, you got, you don't have to do it for two hours. Hey, we're going to get in here for two hours and look right, at each other's right, face. Right. But 15 minutes. Hey, let's write something in your book and just tell me what you wrote. Okay, I got you. I, I know a little bit more about you today than I did yesterday. So now he just kind of breaking it down. So, hey, Throughout the week now, they spent, you know, an hour and something together, quality time, mm-hmm. quiet, you know, reading and learning about each other. Oh, man. See, I think we all could adopt that, especially us as men being the leader of our households. Uh, I'm definitely going to implement it in my family. Um, in addition to the journals, are there any other endeavors for 2020 that you have planned? Well, I do. And honestly, um, I think Hello Black Man is going 
my plans is for this to be a, a global entity. I can see it. Um, so I'm planning the first Hello Black Man conference. Okay. Uh, so I, it'll be in Jackson. After I'm Can't starting wait. home, starting home first. All right. Uh, I'll be reaching out to uh, male entrepreneurs uh, to come and be a part of, uh, of the uh, of the conference. I'll focus on a few things. I'll focus on financials, mm-hmm. where really talking about what we're doing. You know, with our finances, not necessarily what what you have. But what are you doing with what you got? Mm. Uh, because certain people say, well, you know what? I don't make that, so I can't do certain things. But it's still certain things you can be doing. Right. It's still a certain way you can you can funnel certain things to have things for uh, legacy. I know uh, life insurance is one thing. We yep. hate, oh, man, black folks hate some life insurance. I don't want Ain't nobody going to kill me, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, what? <laughs> black people hate some life insurance, man. And I just <laughs> tell people, man, do you understand, like, how we're going to – I'm going to ask my son, who's 12, to race against Cody, who's 12, and Cody's going to have $300,000 in the right, bank or something. Right, right, right. Cody's dad gonna pass. I'm gonna pass away too. But that's gonna happen. That, right. That's life. Yeah. That's that's real life. Now, Cody's gonna have. He's gonna be debt free at 30 years old, at 40 years old, mm-hmm. or be able to pay off what he's doing and do certain things immediately, next day. Like boom, here's your check. Whereas my son will. Hey, he was a great man. He did things, and we moving on. Like, and we having a fish fry to collect money for the. We uh, need that fish fry. We need that GoFundMe. <laughs> hey, everybody's give a dollar and buy one of my t-shirts. <laughs> Come on, man. We got to do better, man. We can't continue to pass down debt. We can't pass oh, yeah. down inheritance, man. Pass inheritance. We are already behind. We are behind. We are behind as a race. Exactly. Uh, and I, we talk about some physical things, some things that we don't, we don't, uh, some things that are detrimental that we just kind of. Forego, you know what I'm saying? Eating habits, mm. uh, diabetes passed down generation mm-hmm. generation. Uh, you know, uh, from uh, being overweight to being, you know, uh, just every single thing that that that, that kind of takes us back, holds us back from positions. If you don't think that th- certain things are discriminated against in in, in the workplace and the workforce, oh, they gee, are. Yes, sir. They are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so we have to take that into account. Uh, so you know, what are we doing physically to you know better ourselves? If you take care of yourself better physically, you may be around 10 more years, mm-hmm. 15 more years. You know, when was your last, you know, physical? That's one of the questions in my in my Hello Black Man book. When was your last physical? Tell me about it. What did the doctor tell you to do? Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. based on that information? I like that. So, so, you know, from that standpoint, and then from a mental standpoint, Amen. we hate anything talking about mental we hate yeah, pray about it <laughs> yeah that's it and you still stressed out still yeah. bugged out hadn't hadn't got anything off your shoulder so uh i had my first uh uh psychiatrist visit about two weeks ago mm. and i was like you know like you see it on tv and you know like like you know i just want to experience that mm-hmm. um and it was a pleasant surprise for me you know uh, and I think that, you know, like where I work, it's offered free. It's offered through our wow. programs. I've been at, I've been at, at Nissan 16 years. Mm-hmm. 
I could have, you know, had a lot of, you know, things off my chest and been able to work through certain things just from that level. You know, a, a person of expertise mm-hmm. uh, that listens intently, that listens, you know, on your behalf. Uh, so from suicide rates and, and, and uh, stress levels and depression, uh, I think it all plays a part. And so all that will be a part of the conference on how to deal with those things, how to cope with those things and how to break out of some of those things. That's what's up, man. Y'all make sure y'all support that when he gets that up and going. I know I definitely will. And, um, brother, we just appreciate you dropping so many keys on us today. How can my audience uh, reach out to you, follow you? How can they uh, get a copy of Hello Black Man, Hello Black Woman, Hello Black Child? So, yeah, so uh, I have a website. It's on the back of the books. It's helloblackman.com. And through the website, you will see uh, a link to Amazon. If you're a prime a prime member of Amazon, you get it shipped free through Amazon. If you order through helloblackman.com, straight straight from the site, uh, I'll it'll be some extra gifts in it. There'll there'll be uh, signed a signed autograph copy. If you help if you you know order through helloblackman.com, there's Facebook Hello Black Man. The webs uh, the Facebook page has has 4,100 yes, likes in less than three months. Started in, in, in November. So people are recognizing yeah. that this could be something that they want to be a part of. So in less than three months, uh, about 4,000 likes, followers already. I'm on Instagram at Hello Black Man Journal. I'm on Twitter at HBM Journal. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn at Hello Black Man and YouTube Hello Black Man. So I have, you can't miss us. We're, we're going to be here. We're going to be around. I believe it. And uh, I'm going to have to go and get me a copy, man, because, um, like, I have a journal, but the hardest part for me is just coming up with stuff what to say. write in it. Yeah. And this will uh, go a long way in helping me. So um, I definitely applaud you, man, and what you're doing for us black men in our community. And... Um, we just need to do better, man, and you're taking a step forward in that direction. Okay. So we well, so, so all I need to do is sign your copy here. Okay. Bet. Put it in, and you can get you can be ready to get started. I'm ready. No doubt. I just need the cash app you. That's it. Now this is you. No, no. This is you. This is you. This you. This you. This you right here. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I'm on it tonight, dude. Well, brother, we sure do appreciate you. Key to the City Podcast, man. Y'all continue to tune in, support. Go follow Hello Black Man and uh, support this brother and everything he got going on, man. Really, real talk. He's doing great things in the community. And these are our Nipsey hustles right here in the flesh. So don't wait till they long and gone to want to show you love. You do it while they can get it right here. You dig that? I'm your Ken Fogioni. He is Jamie Jenkins. This is the Key to the City Podcast. We out of here, man. Key to the City. Peace. Peace.